What do the Minnesota Wild need to do to come away with a win against the Anaheim Ducks on opening night? We find out that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just a reminder, we are free and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. In this case, though, this week, this is probably going to be your uh, first of two listens, as we've been doing two-a-days to uh, try to get things ready for the start of the season. So uh, a ton of content thrown your way this week, uh, and hopefully you uh, get a chance to check out every episode leading up to tonight's game against the Ducks. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we are going to look into the matchup against the Anaheim Ducks to start off the 2021-2022 season. We'll look at how these two teams squared off last year. We will also look at how they stack up head-to-head this year and some of the things that we would like to see from the Wild in Game 1. So uh, plenty of uh, content to bring you to start off the season and uh, just glad to uh, be getting it finally going after seeing pretty much every team in the NHL start already. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons, exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild and happy to be bringing you wild hockey for the first full season as host of Lockdown Wild, we should be in for a great night of hockey. Have had a great week of NHL games so far and uh, going to be fascinating to see how teams adjust after uh, some very interesting games to start the year. Tampa Bay Lightning uh, got it done, but uh, found themselves trailing by three goals and through two games, maybe some concern about Andre Vasilevsky. Um, the teams at the top of the central division that we expected uh, would be there for the uh, basically the whole season. Uh, that whole thing is flipped on its head and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights may have some legitimate problems to start off the year. So uh, basically whatever you thought we were going to get, it has completely flipped uh, to start off the season. And so we need to go into this matchup against the Anaheim Ducks a little guarded because it will be opening week chaos. And so pretty much anything can happen um, throughout the first handful of games. So let's, to start off looking at this matchup, go back to what we saw against the Anaheim Ducks last year. Now, the Wild had the Ducks number, at least in terms of wins. But it's interesting to uh, note that uh, despite the fact that the Wild went 7-1 and one against the Anaheim Ducks last year, uh, these games were all very, very close between the two teams, uh, including Mr. John Gibson coming away with a shutout in uh, one of the games against the Wild last year. So 
despite the fact that the Wild were able to win seven of the eight games, uh, there still were a ton of close games, a ton of overtime matchups between these two teams uh, in last year's contests. And uh, you look at um, first game of the year between these two teams was a 1-0 shutout. After that, the Wild won 3-2, 3-1, 5-1, 2-1, and then 4-3 in overtime in game seven and eight of the series. So the Wild had the only games in the head-to-head last year that were separated by more than one goal. So these games came down to the wire. They came down to goals late and uh, goals in overtime as well. So it's it's not going to be as easy as uh, as was assumed um, coming into the season, and especially with the Ducks winning their first game of the year uh, against Winnipeg 4-1 to and making Connor Hellebuck look very pedestrian in his first start of the season. It's not going to be one that we can just walk in and uh, and assume that we'll be able to win uh, against the uh, the Ducks. So, uh, going to be uh, going to be a tough matchup, but uh, certainly plenty of uh, of potential success for the Wild heading into the uh, into this matchup. Now, just looking at how some things uh, played out for the Wild uh, in this series. Last year, of course, uh, we'll start with the guy who uh, who had a large say in the success. But you'd be surprised uh, his success against the Anaheim Ducks didn't necessarily lead to a lot of wins uh, or uh, a lot of goals. I should say Um, it led to plenty of wins, but uh, had one goal in eight games against the uh, the Anaheim Ducks. That was Mr. Kirill Kaprizov, one goal and seven assists. So he still did still have uh, eight points in the uh, the matchups uh, against the Ducks last year. Cam Talbot uh, in net for the Wild, um, and he had uh, relatively good numbers uh, against the uh, the Ducks as he went uh, three and one uh, in four starts against the Ducks. Uh, did not have a shutout, but one point seven four. Goals allowed average. So Talbot did his job uh, for the Wild in this series. And so going to need to see uh, a little bit more of that um, in this matchup for Talbot as well. Um, So as the Wild did with a lot of the teams in the Central Division last year, really, or in the West Division, I should say, really beat up on them. And so it's going to be interesting to see if they still have that familiarity uh, with the. the Ducks to be able to do that again this year, but um, we'll just have to uh, we'll just have to wait and see what unfolds later on this evening. So head to head, the Wild did great last year. Will that translate to success this year? We'll have to wait and see. We will dive further into this matchup by looking at how these teams stack up head to head at key positions. That is next here on Lockdown Wild. This fall, Built Bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice. Did you know Built Bar has amazing, delicious flavors up and down the lineup, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you're looking for a favorite, my favorite happens to be raspberry, but you may find a different flavor is better for you. 
Uh, just grab the mixed box and you get two each of those flavors. The best part, though, about Bilt Bars, they are amazingly healthy. Each Bilt Bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180, contains only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So amazing tasting, amazingly healthy. What's not to like about a Bilt Bar? So head to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 where you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And uh, just a reminder, we've got a bonus episode coming later this afternoon in which we will be crossing over with Nash Walker of Locked on Twins to take an interesting look at what went wrong for the Minnesota Twins this season and how the Wild can avoid similar issues in key spots. Uh, So looking forward to that chat with Nash to uh, really kind of dive in and see what the uh, the Wild need to avoid uh, in order to go into a similar situation that the Twins did this year. Okay, so we're going to look next at kind of how the Wild stack up head-to-head against the Ducks, at least on paper. Uh, The Ducks and Kings, as, uh, as I have alluded to, have gotten off to a much better start this season as the Kings thoroughly dispatching the Vegas Golden Knights, um, who may have also lost Mark Stone for a little while and uh, suddenly look very, very beatable, at least early. I know it's early. There's a lot that can happen. So let's uh, let's just look at uh, at how these two teams stack up with um, with their lines, their defense, their goaltending situation, and uh, and see if the Wilds clean sweep or if there's any part of the uh, the lineup for the Anaheim Ducks that we would uh, would like to have as opposed to um, what the Wild have. So top line uh, for each team, we'll start off with the Ducks, Adam Enrique, Trevor Zegras, and Ricard Raquel. Uh, that is a pretty solid top line. Uh, of course, Zegras, the, uh, the young, uh, exuberant uh, force that will help bring some energy to this Ducks team this year. And uh, you've got veterans on either side of him, uh, including Ricard Raquel, who uh, is uh, is very, very good, uh, a sneaky good player for this Ducks team. Uh, the wild counter, of course, with Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson-Eck, and Mats Zuccarello. Would I give the edge either way? I think I'm going to have to lean towards the team that boasts the Calder Trophy winner, as well as one of the better defensive centers in the entire NHL. I think I'm giving the Wild the edge there in terms of the top line. Although um, I I don't think it's by as wide of a margin as people would assume. Uh, second line for the, uh, the Ducks. And again, I'm using second line uh, very liberally because um, these, you know, they could very well do exactly what the wild will do and shift things around throughout the season. So very, very loose second line term, uh, Max Comtois, Ryan Getzloff and Troy Terry, the, uh, the second line for the ducks and the wild counter with Jordan Greenway, Ryan Hartman and Marcus Felino. So that is, uh, I think a little closer, but I don't know. Call me crazy. I still like the, uh, the Greenway Hartman Felino line more of a defensive line, but still a line that can exert their presence 
out on the ice. And so I think I would give the wild the edge there. So top six, I'd probably go slight edge to the wild. Um, and you know, it's, it's not by much, but I still think I would lean uh, towards the wild, uh, in terms of bottom six, uh, this one is going to be very close as well because, um, you know, the wilds are going at this point with Ram Pitlick, Freddie Goudreau and Kevin Fiala, um, then Victor Rask, Nico Sturm, Nick Bugstad, potentially for the bottom line, but also Brandon Duhame uh, in the mix as well, uh, to start on that, uh, on that fourth line, the ducks, Mason McTavish, Isaac. Lundestrom, Jacob Silverberg, then uh, on the bottom line, Nicholas Delorier, Benoit Oliver Giroux, and Derek Grant. And uh, those are your bottom six for the Ducks. Um, that's an interesting one, too. I, I don't know necessarily um, which way to lean. I think I'll just go with the I think I'll go with the wild I'm not trying to be a homer here but I think I'll go with the wild because of Kevin Fiala uh, in that mix uh, McTavish is is certainly intriguing for the Ducks but uh, I think I'm going to give the edge to Kevin Fiala there uh, for the wild now defensively uh, things look like this the uh, the Ducks top pairing is Hampus Lindholm and Jamie Drysdale um, for the wild it's Alex Goligoski and Jared Spurgeon then uh, second line, Cam Fowler and Josh Manson. Second line for the Wild is Jonas Brodine and Matt Dumba. And uh, Greg Pattern and Kevin Shattenkirk, the third line for the Ducks. Dmitry Kulikov and John Merrill. Currently the uh, third line pairing for the Wild. So defensively, again, I think I give the edge to the Minnesota Wild. Not by much, though, but I'm going to be hard pressed to uh, to go against the likes of Jonas Brodine, Jared Spurgeon. I I can't do it. So I give the edge to the Wild defensively. Goalie position: Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen, and uh, John Gibson is the starter for the Ducks. Anthony Stolarz, uh, the backup. And so again, I give the edge to the Wild there. Uh, but uh, but not by a whole heck of a lot. So skill-wise, I think the Wild do have the better players. And so you look at what the Wild did last year, uh, winning the head-to-head matchups, uh, going 7-1 and one against the Ducks. Going into this season, it seems as though the Wilds uh, are pretty set um, skill-wise that uh, I think they have the edge at, uh, at those three skill spots on the lineup. So... At least on paper, it's looking like the Wild should come away with a win on uh, on opening night uh, against the Ducks. But will that be the case? We will finish today's show by looking at some of the things that the Wild need to do in order to move to 1-0 and on the season. That is next here on Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag is back and they are better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, betonline.ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device 
to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code locked on to receive that welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And as a reminder, once again, another bonus episode coming later this afternoon. We'll be talking with Nash Walker of Locked on Twins to see where the Minnesota Wilds can avoid falling into the same disappointing season that the Minnesota Twins had in some key areas. So looking forward to that episode come in later today make sure to keep an eye out for it by following lockdown wild wherever you listen to podcasts okay this is going to serve two purposes you can find uh this video a little later we're calling this the uh the pre-game keys and so we will look at uh, what the wild need to do in order to come away with a win against the anaheim ducks tonight First thing that I would like to see is the top line for the Wild. Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson and Matt Zuccarello. I would like to see that line assert its presence right off the bat and show that that offseason objective was taken care of by Bill Guerin. Now, long term, is Jewel Eriksson the top center for this team? Maybe, maybe not. Is he a better fit for the top line than Victor Rask was? Yes, 100% is a better fit. He brings a little defensive presence to that top line, and he's going to be uh, immeasurably better at uh, being able to assist Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello, and they're going to turn around and uh, give him um, some uh, some helping hands as well. So all in all, just a uh, a great pairing. And by all accounts, they both have played extremely well. Um, They all have played extremely well in the preseason. So looking forward to seeing the top line tonight. And I would like to see them assert their dominance from the get-go in order to really show that that point is is taken care of. Uh, The next thing I would like to see the Wild do here tonight, and I think is going to be pivotal, uh, in order for them to uh, to come away with a win, we got to avoid the slow second period. The Wild were such a great hot start team last year and uh, did a good job as well of adjusting in the third period. We have to see a little bit more balance and better play in the second period so that we don't get into a situation of letting a team hang around and maybe steal one. Wild need to, like so many good teams do, just tack on after you've got a lead. You get a 1-0 or a 2-0 lead, you tack on a third, you tack on a fourth, and you call it a night. So for the Wild, need to avoid the second period slide that we saw just plague this team at points throughout the season last year. Now, ended up having a successful season regardless, but They could have a very good season if we can get some more consistent play in the second period coming out of the first intermission, especially seemed like the first even five minutes of the second period was just a major 
point of uh, of weakness for the Wild last year. So better play in the second period. Also, uh, just seeing some dominance asserted by the top line. Couple of uh, a couple of keys uh, to uh, to the Wild winning here tonight. Another one that I'd like to see is from the defense. Don't let Anaheim hang around. As as was mentioned with uh, with the woes in the second period, the Ducks are very much a team that can uh, can kind of come back and beat you if you let them hang around and you have a game that is you know three zero three one and you let up a soft goal or you take a bad penalty on defense to where the uh, the Ducks get a power play and. Um, you know, end up scoring that it's three, two and potentially three, three before you know it, do not let the ducks hang around. And, um, that should help the wild to a win here this evening on the goalie side of things for cam Talbot show some of that fire that we saw in the Vegas series to show that that was not just, you know, Talbot standing on his head, that that was potentially a, um, a, a foreshadowing for what he's going to be playing like for the uh, entirety of the season. Show some of that fire, that takeover game mentality that uh, that led to um, Talbot single-handedly winning a couple of those games in that Vegas series. So show some of that right off the bat. We we've seen a lot of goalies really struggle out of the gate. Andre Vasilevsky, Connor Hellebuck. Robin Leonard got rocked by the uh, the Kings um, last night. So you see some of these really good goalies who come out flat, and uh, Talbot can really kind of help boost the confidence of this team if he doesn't do that. So start off strong in the net. Avoid the second period slump. Let's see the first line show its dominance to start the season. Let's also see a little bit of step up in play for uh, Kevin Fiala's line mates, which at this point are likely Freddie Goudreau and Victor Rask. Rask demoted to the third line and going to have to show that he has uh, some things to offer to avoid having to sit on the bench for a good portion of the season. So if he plays well, if Goudreau plays well, then um, I think the Wilds, We'll have a, a good third line that can complement what the top line does that allows that second line to truly play defense. And then that fourth line becomes even more dangerous because then where's the break? Where's the break if you've got three lines that are scoring at will uh, and then a second line that can truly shut down opposing offenses? There is no break. And that's that's what we hope to see. Uh, from this team. The other ones that I wanted to touch on as well, a lot was made about uh, changing the power play up, changing the penalty kill up to try to get better results from those. Let's see it. Let's uh, let's see them in action. I am intrigued enough by some of the things that the Wild did on the penalty kill that I would like to see it in action and see if it is indeed better. And on the power play, it, it seemed like it got better results this year, although... I will say visually, I thought the wild power play was fine last year. Just uh, got off to a historically bad start. They more than made up for it down the stretch. So 
is this going to be a bottom 10 team power play wise this year? Or is it going to be a top 10 team that can make a huge difference between where you finish in the standings? If your power play is weak or if it's strong. So let's, uh, let's see that play out for the wild here this year. And, um, you know, the, the other things is just for the, uh, the third line. I know I've kind of, uh, ragged them a little bit, uh, here over the, uh, the last week, but, um, what I would like to see from the third line D pairing here tonight, do your job. That's all I'm asking. Just do your job more often than not. And, uh, they'll be fine. As I alluded to, if we go through most of the game without hearing those guys' names, that's going to be a good thing. And so just do your job in the third line. And, uh, I think things will work out just fine for this, uh, wild team. And, uh, Ultimately, that's why I, uh, I have an expectation that the Wild will come away with a win tonight and uh, start the season off 1-0. Uh, final thing to mention here before we wrap up, we will be playing a season-long game called the Locked On Lineup Challenge with myself. Uh, Zach Zeman will be playing most of the year as well, and we'll be rotating a third portion of the uh, Minnesota Wild media sphere uh, Spoke Z will be playing uh, for the weekend, and then we will rotate it up after that. Hoping to uh, get some Anaheim Ducks representation as well, but basic premises, we each pick players off of the uh, Minnesota Wilds starting lines, and uh, then our opponent picks a, uh, a lineup based off of one player off of each of their starting lines, and then everybody is going up against everybody, Whoever has the most points, goals, and assists at the end wins. And so we'll be playing that all season. There will be chances for listeners to play uh, against myself and uh, and others as well. So should be a lot of fun. And uh, that is leading me to who I would suggest picking for this evening's game. Um, I am going to go with the lineup that consists of Jewel Erickson Eck, Marcus Foligno, Kevin Fiala and Nico Sturm. That is who I would pick of those four lines for this evening's games. I think Jewel Erickson X is going to get uh, at least one tap in goal uh, here tonight, courtesy of Kirill Kaprizov. I think uh, Marcus Felino is going to have a big game because I think what we saw from him last year was not a mirage. I think that is a resurgence that we've seen from Felino. So picking Felino, I got to go then with Kevin Fiala too because I think he's going to be hungry to uh, to prove some things here this season. And then Nico Sturm, I uh, I said it early on in the uh, the off season, and uh, when we did our bold predictions that I think Sturm is going to have a crazy good season this year. So that's my uh, that's my lineup, and I'm sticking to it. And ultimately, I think it all boils down. To a four to one win for the Minnesota Wild here this evening to get to one and zero on the season. That's where I'm going to leave it, and that is uh, going to call it a night for uh, today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Be on the lookout for our bonus episode of Lockdown Wilds coming later today, and uh, for your second listen, make sure to check out Lockdown NHL. Uh, to get a good look at what is to come for the weekend, as well as a recap of some crazy matchups from last night's games as well. That's the Locked On NHL podcast. 
available wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure now that the Minnesota Wild season has officially started to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. We have unique social media content on every social media platform that we are on coming this season. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on YouTube. Make sure to follow us for YouTube videos as well throughout the year. And uh, all of that leading to the best Minnesota Wild coverage you will find in the state of hockey. We have new episodes coming out every Monday through Friday as well as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.